Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. Hey everybody, it's Chase Will. Welcome to the Family Fright Night Horror Podcast. I'm joined today by Nicholas Gray, head of Splatter Inc., author of Gray's Anatomy, The Woman Shrouded in Flies, and the upcoming books Symbiotic and Bright Lights. Nick, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing pretty well. What are you up to today? Uh, well, mostly going through edits and trying to relax. <laughs> it's always hard to do both, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a challenge. <laughs> so I start every episode asking, what is your favorite horror movie of all time? Oh, that's tough. I knew you were going to ask that because I was just listening to an episode you did with Thomas R. Clark, which shout out to Thomas R. Clark. He's awesome. Oh, um, he's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, my favorite movie. Can I have a tie or does it have to be one? We can do a tie. All right, because for me, it's a tie between uh, The Void and The Fly. Ooh, the original The Fly, uh, Cronenberg's? Cronenberg's, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. It's one of my top favorites. Yeah, it's it's. I love that movie for, from top to bottom. I just, It's such a good movie. <laughs> so what is it you like about these two movies? Uh, the Void, I've only seen once, I think. If I remember correctly, it's the one with the people with the triangles on their faces, right? Yeah, it's it's kind of like a slow cosmic horror movie. It's it's really good. I like it a lot. Well, I shouldn't say slow, but it's pretty. It starts off really fast. But <laughs> uh, how do I describe the void? I don't know, but uh, I can describe the fly pretty easily. Why I like that one? Uh, I just like the slow descent into this madness that Jeff Go or what whatever his name is goes through. Uh, I'm current uh, currently slipping on the name <laughs> i used to know the name because there's always that joke but um i forget the name right now too <laughs> yeah the joke where he's like uh like brindle something brundle fly or something brundle, like yeah. that so it's something brundle i, I don't remember it's it's been so long <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies so i'm able to talk about the fly all day <laughs> yo it's the flies is great I, I i need to watch the original one because i hear it's really good i've read the actual short story and um, I don't remember who it's by, but the short story is really good. It It's totally different than the Cronenberg version, obviously, but. <laughs> yeah, only Cronenberg can do Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. Cronenberg's awesome. I love Cronenberg. Did you watch uh, his uh, latest movie? Huh? Did you watch his latest movie, uh, Crimes oh. of the Future? Oh, no, I haven't even heard about it. Oh, it's amazing. It's just it's exactly what I wanted from Cronenberg. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's I, all I, weird. I, I saw his son's movie recently. Oh, the, um, what was that one called? Uh, I think it was called The Processor or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was one about people going into someone else's life or something. Yeah, and basically, yeah, it was it was intense, but it was very artsy. I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, <laughs> it was definitely artsy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, I was expecting like some wild Cronenberg film and I, I and it kind of was that, you know, but uh, it, it just wasn't Cronenberg enough, you know, if that makes yeah. sense. A possessor. That's it. Yeah. Possessor. Thank you. Processor. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Processor would be an interesting movie by them. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it now. <laughs> These people being processed like meat or something. Yeah. And being served at a restaurant or something. That would be nice. And it would somehow I mean, work as a movie. It it could. It, it sounds like a really good Aaron Beauregard film or uh, adaptation. Aaron, if you're listening, get on it. <laughs> yes. Aaron, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, your upcoming work, Symbiotic and Bright Lights, what can you tell us about those? Well, 
symbiotic i've been writing since i started writing so like i've started this a long time ago um and i recently said screw it i'm just gonna send it to my editor and hope for the best and uh it turns out it needed a lot of work so uh that one it's it's a coming of age story symbiotic it's a coming of age story of these two friends and they're there's this deer, meanwhile, like going around the city, uh, just causing mayhem. And I can't really, I don't want to give too much away, but basically there's a symbiotic alien that goes into this brain's deer's brain and basically controls it. So it's, it's, it gets crazy, the book. And I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, that it's, it's, it's a lot of fun in the beginning. And then it just turns into like a, soap opera in the end <laughs> i like soap operas i'm sold well we'll see if it ends up like that but <laughs> i haven't i'm going through the edits now and i'm like whoo there's a lot of them it's an older story so i don't have the exact same prowls as i have or whatever right now you know like i'm much better writer now than i was back then so so seeing all those edits, I'm just like, wow, I, I've improved. <laughs> it's always a nice feeling too, looking back at old work versus new work. Kind of like oh yeah. Grown. Yeah. I, I look back at my old stuff all the time to make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. I have a book out that I put out like five years ago and looking back at it, I was like, this could have been so much better. <laughs> oh, that's how I feel about um the thing in the ward by myself. I feel like I, that could have been like a full book, but I ended up just making it a short story. So I, I felt like it had so much going for it and it's pretty long. It's just not long enough to be a novella. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what made you start uh, Splatter Inc.? Oh, what made me start Splatter Inc.? Well, um, I didn't see a lot of like at the time there wasn't like Aaron Beauregard was just coming up, you know? And uh, I didn't see a lot of extreme horror authors out there pro producing, uh, like, sorry if you hear my dog in the background, by the way. Oh, I love that. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I can hear her freaking out downstairs, and I don't know what it is about. So, sorry, I'm losing my concentration. Uh, <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> oh, Splatter Inc., how you started out. Oh, yeah. Basically, I wanted to uh, showcase authors with like no anesthetic and no anesthetic too. I wanted to show these authors that I think are great, but don't get enough attention because of the genre they're in, you know. So I wanted to open up a company that uh, showcased these authors and um, and gave them a place to write, basically. But uh, we we ended up kind of I, I don't want to say blowing up because that would ins it, it imply that we we are big and famous but uh let's just say like things have been pr going pretty well that i'm keeping the company open <laughs> that's good that's yeah nice, but that's basically why i opened it sorry what'd you say i said that's always good right <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean if i did this and it wasn't making any money at all i don't know if my heart would be in it anymore <laughs> yeah. not because it's not making money it's just like no one wants to read it and I'd be, I'd feel devastated, but everyone seems to like the no anesthetic copies. So, you know, I have them right here, actually. I know you can't see it in the episode, but I have uh, both no anesthetics. Oh, look at that cover. I love that. This one's my like all time favorite collection. I did everything from formatting to it. It's not the best formatted book, but it was my first. So, you know, 
you always remember your first. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a fun time. I chose almost all the stories. I had someone help me with some of them. So uh, it was basically me, though, picking all the stories, me and someone else. I forget who it was at the time. It's been so long. My memory is r- rusty. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your writing process like? My writing process? Um, well, Monday or Tuesday is when I hop on and write, usually. Uh, I've kind of been in an editing stump, or uh, not stump, a slump. So I haven't been writing anything. I've just been looking at edits, and uh, it's taking a while <laughs> to go through all these edits. Uh, my Bright Lights actually is a newer story, and it doesn't have as many edits because it's I actually know grammar now. So <laughs> that is important, right? Yeah, that's very important. <laughs> you should know that if you're writing, but um, you don't have to know that. But you know, it's a good thing to know. <laughs> You'd be like very avant-garde with it and have no grammar. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that was basically me in the beginning. <laughs> so uh, when you write, do you outline at all? I outline a little bit. Um, it depends on how big the story is. Like if it's a short story, I'm obviously pantsing it, you know, but if it's a longer story, um, I usually have to write stuff down or else I forget all the stuff that happens in the beginning of the book, you know, like I'll switch seasons out of nowhere. Like it'll be winter in one se- sentence and then summer in the next, if I don't write it down and re- to remind myself what the element, like what, what it's out like outside. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I do. So yeah, sorry. Answer is yes and no. <laughs> so yeah, like it's huh? sometimes, I'm, I'm about the same. It's hard sometimes to outline because if I outline something too thoroughly, it's like I might as well have just written it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I also like to like n- not know how I'm going to end it because it gives me a little bit of a what do you want to call it? Like it gives me reason to write the ending you know like i don't like knowing about how how it's going to finish because then i feel like there's no like i don't have the passion to write it anymore because i know what's going to happen so i kind of like to let it flow and see where it goes but for the most part i do outline little things like i will like write down like you know like character traits and stuff like that little stuff you know Mm. so sorry that was a long answer (laughs) don't worry about it so how do you balance the two between running splatter ink and your own writing? Um, right now it's mostly just uh, splatter ink, but um, I, I've been trying to get my own writing out there. Um, like recently I released a uh, Halloween collection, which was really awesome. I uh, am very happy with how that turned out, but um, it's really tough to balance the two uh, because like, I either had to spend my days off either reading stories for the anthology that we're working on or I spend it writing. So it's like, I have to choose between the two and usually splatter ink wins. So (laughs) it's like its own business then that way you have to like constantly keep feeding the beast. Yeah. Yeah. And right now we're, we're working, me and Brian Barry are working on a, uh, a uh, anthology together. So. Oh, nice. uh, Yeah. It's a video game horror anthology. Oh yeah, so, I forgot that. Uh, no lives left. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I am too. Oh, it, Brian Barry came up with me, came to me with this idea, and I was like so ex- excited. I was like, I, I was like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. I'll fund it. <laughs> you know. So, what so, is a video game horror for people who are uninitiated? Um, 
so we're thinking like like how do he see brian barry is so good at explaining this but i suck at explaining it so i'll try my best but basically we're looking for stories that involve like horror games like haunted cartridges or you know vrs vrs like going into like this fake world and dying or something it's the way brian barry explains it sounds very great and elegant and the way i'm explaining it sounds like trash but uh (laughs) think dead space i guess uh i don't know i love dead space Uh, dead space is such a good game are you a pretty big uh, video gamer me i used to be a very big video gamer but ever since i started writing and running a business and working at amazon it's been hard to to get fit in video gaming you know so lately video gaming has been put on the back burner i did just buy a bunch of games uh from uh what are they what are they called um (laughs) huh gamestop no 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 no. it's just it's like puppet combo i think is the video game uh people's or the business name (laughs) the people's name uh it's uh puppet combo uh they made games such as stay out of the house and stuff like that they're like they're they're, i don't know how to explain them um just look it up i'm sure you 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 will you'll know what i'm talking about when you look it up but uh the puppet combo makes some really cool games so i I definitely check them out you ever see that movie uh stay alive the video game movie oh no i don't think so Oh, it had a uh, Frankie Muniz. It's about like, this haunted video game. It sounded like something really, like, yeah, it's super cool. Oh, I gotta look it up now. Early two thousands movie too. Oh, okay. What was it called? Uh, Stay alive. Stay alive. I gotta look that. I gotta find that movie. Maybe yeah, it's on really Tubi. It. It's really creepy. It's got some really uh, memorable moments too. Memorable moments. <laughs> hmm. Oh, it's. Oh, okay. I see. It did not get favorable views or reviews. Horror movies never do for some reason. I know. I don't understand that. Like I just watched. I was looking up the void before this because I was. I was. I knew I was going to talk about it eventually. And I'm looking at the ratings for it. And I'm like, how come they're so low? <laughs> it was a yeah. great movie. <laughs> some of my favorite horror movies have like the worst ratings on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, come on. Like I always look at the fan ratings versus the critic ratings because critics are so unfair to horror movies. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah. The fans are where it's at. <laughs> I like shutter ratings and stuff like that. I'll 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 go with that. Sorry. So before we close out, where can everybody find you and your work? Do you have a website? Uh we have splatteringpublishing.com, but other than that, we have a Facebook, uh Splattering Publishing. Uh for my own personal stuff, you can look you can either go to that website, Splattering Publishing, and there's a there's a little section called Gray Horror. Um, and then there's a uh, Facebook, obviously, like I said before, and I th- I think I'm on Instagram. So yeah, <laughs> awesome. Well, Nicholas, thank you so much for joining, man. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Hey, have a great day. You too. Bye, everybody.